Neighbors Trash is Paul and Kelly. This week's episode is about Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. I hope you enjoy it! I really do. Hello? Hello. Hey. Alright, are you ready? Yeah, did you shut the blinds and lock all the doors? Is that what you did? I just shut the blinds because I'm like looking right into the neighbor's yard and I feel weird when I'm chatting. Sounds like your problem. Yeah, it's my problem. It's my problem. I'm not making it their problem. I'm just saying that that's what I'm doing. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Are you ready? Ready. Welcome. No, I'm not going to do a welcome because we do the intro now. Um, neighbor's trash here. <laughs> I did it anyway. Um, anyway, we're going to get back on track here. We've kind of uh, gone off of the uh, our original angle, which I do think was really good. And we're going to we're going to get back to that. Uh, I think people like that. Where uh, uh, we go around to flea markets, other used shops, maybe find things that are. Uh, you a bit used, maybe a bit abused, but that we find some some joy out of, um, and that we can uh, we can repurpose for love for our, for our own enjoyment. So um, today we're going to talk about a this is a older one for me. So this is a uh, game that I have uh, I have a, a a, a great fondness for. How's that? Uh, oh, sorry. We didn't even, I think that we should talk off the top and not just go right in. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, how are you? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. You didn't even say who I was. You just said weird neighbor's trash and you went off. Uh, all right. Well, my, <laughs> like I said, I do the intro thing now where I say, uh, this is whatever, uh, Neighbor's Trash with Paul and Kelly. Like, that's why I didn't want to do the intro again, but I'm sorry. I was, yeah, I was trying to... No, no, I was, no. You, didn't, you didn't ask how I was. <laughs> you didn't say I was around. And then you just went on on your monologue. <laughs> you didn't even ask if I had something to say. Listen, I appreciate the notes. I think it's a... <laughs> Slightly inappropriate time for them, but I understand yeah, your, I, your concern. You again, can I do my Fraser Crane impression? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> when someone tells you they want to record between 7.30 and 7.40, and they do not even show up at 7.40, they are stealing your time. <laughs> I can't imagine who this is directed towards. Uh, it's, no, no, it's weird if you are picking up anything. That's just, that's <laughs> Fraser Crane. Kelsey oh. Grammer? Oh, Kelsey Grammer from the show Fraser Crane. Yeah, I know yeah. it. Yeah, I, yeah. That's a line directly from the show, right? He's a little, he's a little pompous and rude, but I wouldn't say that he's close <laughs> to you. Wait, okay, all right. Let, let me just... Uh, <laughs> Go ahead and correct. You're doing a line as Fraser Crane with you being annoyed with something that I did, and then you're saying that in this situation, I am Fraser Crane. I'm, I'm just doing a line from the show. You're reading into it. Oh, I, I mean, it's not like you just said that 
I was Frazier. Um, okay, I, I mean, I understand uh, y- that you're upset. I'm sorry. Uh, I was grilling chicken, and chicken is hard to, to grill, uh, to get cooked through sometimes on the grill. I appreciate your understanding uh, with the delay. The delay that was 20 minutes. <laughs> so I apologize. I just wanted to do a Fraser Crane impression. It was it was more John Adams personally. It really was. I can't do Fra- um I forget what his original. I mean, that was the the quote that I was doing. Yeah, right. You were doing a dry quote for the uh, show. Verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> uh, his quote. I don't know. I just always say Niles, and that's yeah. not very good. Or I'll do, or I'll do a sideshow Bob quote. Daphne. Daphne. Niles. Daphne. Dad. Dad. Martin Crane. <laughs> Ross. <laughs> Bulldog. Go out with the trash, <laughs> Ross. That sounded more like Niles. I don't know. Um, that, was pa- that was the passive aggressive corner that I think we should have at the beginning of the show. I like it. I, it makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> makes me feel like that. <laughs> It really makes yeah, me. I, I actually wasn't upset at all because I wanted to take a shower first anyway. But yeah. I thought of that Fraser Crane thing where he's all mad about the car lot not coming at time. And I'm like, I should do that to Paul. Yeah, you did it. And it, it really it felt Someone good. says they're going to pick up their car between two and five. <laughs> That's what he says. You're, you're really doing the uh, uh, Feeney. Uh, well, you just got Adams. I still no, think I. No, I People that are listening think that Kelsey Grammer is our guest on this show. You <laughs> think that you hear John Adams because you're used to me doing my John Adams impression. I, I had this uh, discussion on my other more popular podcast, Paul's, uh, Paul's Thoughts, but I was asking, uh, do you think there's a celebrity that we could, like, as a podcast that only has views because people think that we are the uh, full soundtrack for uh, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Do you think that we could ask any celebrity, just be like, hey, we have this podcast. We'd like you to be on it. Uh, We're big fans. Like, are they going to check? Are they going to look into it? Like, do you think we could book anybody of any size? Like, I feel like if we got, they would have to be like, they'd have to be bigger than like, like, cause like, they can't be plugged into the podcast community, right? Because they're gonna know. But well, it's just I mean, like, they're. <laughs> are you are you saying that you think that they're gonna see our like a hundred and something views on our Jesus Christ Superstar <laughs> episode and think that we're big time? No, no, no. I'm say I was <laughs> making the joke that that's the only reason we have any views at all. What I'm saying is that, like, like I mean, I I guess you wouldn't probably deal. Like they'd have to be just famous enough that you could communicate with them and then but a little bit out of touch so they're not that familiar with uh with the podcasting world and also uh uh, they don't you don't have to go through like uh you know like a i don't yeah an agent um that's going to be like let me check these guys out like they have to be that sweet spot maybe somebody a little bit older 
that I think I think I know where you're getting. Okay. Um, and I think that we can wear Henry Winkler down. <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's the kind of person <laughs> that would be perfect because I do think that. I mean, he he's he's has a second career definitely now uh, after his fun stuff. Uh, but like, I do think, yeah, it's someone like that where it's just like, hey, we have this podcast, and maybe someone, I don't know, maybe it's so oversaturated now that you can't fool these people anymore. It's like eighty-five people have asked me now to do some yeah. dumb podcast, and I realize that they have three listeners. Like, maybe that the ship has sailed for this. Well, I think people are bored right now because of coronavirus. Well, there you go. This we is could probably just start DMing people all over the place. Like, excuse me. Excuse. Do you know Henry Winkler? And if so, that's our only <laughs> that's, that's the only thing we want. Excuse me. And I, we wouldn't even, like, it, the next episode. So we'll publish this one. It'll get four views. And then we'll publish the next one. And it's just like with special guests and and won't really even hype it up. And it'll just like have this episode that uh, has Henry Winkler on it. So anyway, that's my idea. That's great. Can I start the show or are you still going to yell at me if I try? No, I just wanted you to ask me how it was. Oh, okay. How are you? And then maybe like introduce the, the segment. I, okay, this is, all right. Listen, I think I said when I was doing it that I we already do that at the beginning now. I do the, like, uh, Neighbors Trash is Paul and Kelly, and uh, this episode is about... Paul, Kelly, and Henry. And Henry, <laughs> Henry's going to drop by. Uh, <laughs> this episode is about blank, you know? Yeah. Uh, All right, but... go, go ahead. Do, do no, 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 That's no, 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 no. Oh, do your spiel. I'm ready for it now. What is my spiel now? Your spiel's your your find. Your neighbor's trash. Your wow. trash from the neighbors. This is this is gonna your seem <laughs> this is gonna seem really natural. So prepare. <laughs> um. So yeah. So um. You want, to, I, you want me to set you up? Yeah. Go ahead. So you're in the store. You turn the corner. <laughs> And then what you see, you see a little something right. poking out. <laughs> this is all wrong. You're, you're wrong. This is, uh, you are, <laughs> this is not correct. So um, the true story is what I was going to set up. Uh, this, okay. Um, I was in the store. <laughs> I was walking around. And what do I see peeking out? Uh, okay. So. When I was a um, young boy, um, we didn't have, I don't feel like we had a whole lot of video games that we actually owned, right? So we had, um, a, we had a Super Nintendo, and I feel like we got it, like, I mean, it, was, it wasn't prime Super Nintendo time, but it wasn't, like, way after it, right? Um, I think we got Super Mario World, we got, um, we had Earthworm Jim was, like, the first game that we rented, uh, the rental place was nowhere near our house. We lived in the middle of nowhere. Um, we got uh, that game. And then I remember, like, I don't know if we owned it or what happened, but we, like, played the crap out of Bomberman. So we had some games, I feel like, that somehow we had. 
but otherwise, like all my memory, big memories of video games came from uh, going to somebody else's house. Um, specifically, my friend Nathan, who had, who was the opposite of me, who had every video game system. His his dad. I know I've said this. I think I said this last time, but he worked for Microsoft, right? I and, have a dad. Yeah, he has a dad. His <laughs> name is his name is Bill. I believe that, uh, anyway, but he had some high level computer based job and they had a room dedicated to computers. Like they just lined the walls. And I'm sure if I went, like if I was allowed to go back into this memory, it was probably like four computers. But in my memory, I walked in and it was like a, just a hallway lined with computers and they had everyone in the new systems. Every game that I grew to love, I feel like I played there first. We all had to go over to his house uh, to do landscaping work in order for him to get the the 64. Um, and we didn't get anything, but we were allowed to enjoy the 64 with him. Um, <laughs> That's good. Well, it's like somebody had a 64 at least, you know. This yeah. is like right when it came out, it's just like, yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, but that's where I first played uh, uh, Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars. And to this day, I still think that it's one of the few things that I've experienced and experienced again that doesn't get old or change for me. You know, it's not like, like this, there's some movies like this, like, I, I feel like the Blues Brothers, just because we all as a family, for some reason, watched it together on our tiny, shitty little television. And still to this day, I feel the same way I felt about it when we watched it back then. You know, yeah, like there And white chicks. No, that was just you. Um, <laughs> so there were, there are things similar to that, but like, this is a game to me that has... Like, it has not, in my mind, like, when I play it, there's nothing I'm like, oh, I remember this being more fun. You know, like... No, it's a solid game. It's exactly how I remember it being. It's exactly as good and as fun. And, like, when I start to play it, I used to play it about once a year because I don't, like... I want to play it on the Super Nintendo again. I don't have it on the Super Nintendo right now, so I've held off on playing it again. But I do think that, like, it's just, to me, it's the, I, I'm not going to say it's the, like, I don't know. It's a, it's a great video game, and it's my personal favorite video game. Um, but when I was a, a kid, we'd go over to Nathan's house, we'd play this game. Um, and it was like this thing where it's just like I had memories of it. I knew what, but I never owned it. And then finally, and I think I borrowed it from him and, and played it, but, it, you know, that's a game that you, you don't borrow for good. You give it back. Um, and finally, like, we would look everywhere for this freaking game. And then finally we went up to Funko Land. I don't know why we were at Funko Land. Funko Lands, I think they existed everywhere. That wasn't a specific regional thing, I don't think. Um, but it was just like a GameStop um except i think it was bigger but it was probably just bigger because we were kids and um going there finally finding it as expensive as hell 
and being able to buy it. I literally had, uh, uh, I had dreams constantly about this game, like a little kid preparing for Christmas dreams that I would fall asleep and dream that I had the game and then I would wake up and I'd be devastated that I didn't have this game. That's the impact that it had. And when I found it in there in the Funko land and I was able to get it, my mom bought it for me. I, I didn't buy it myself. It was like 70 bucks. I, um, 70? It was expensive. Um, it was, yeah. You no, know, Funko Land is GameStop now. Is that right? Yeah, they bought it. Okay, but they bought it or, and then they. I okay. think it just says renamed GameStop. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, RIP Funko Land. They used to do the commercials where they would do the uh, um, uh, Funky Town. Won't you take me to Funky Town? It, but they said Funko Land instead. <laughs> so <laughs> I was trying to say Funko, but I said Funky Town on accident. Um, so anyway. <laughs> anyway, I finally got this game. And to this day, I play it. I, I don't think it's the game. I think I've probably owned Donkey Kong Country 2 on more systems because it's available more. But every time that this game is available, I will buy it. Um, and I do think it's, it's not the exact same when, when the, whatever it's called, the Super Nintendo Mini. I know it's not actually called that. Uh, when that came out and you could actually use the Super Nintendo controller again, that was super exciting. I just think it is a... Um, to me, it's it's a it's a perfect game, um, and it does not get old. It has, I think, personally, the best music of any video game that I've ever experienced. It really does, and like you said, I always play it from start to finish. Like I, mm. I never like start it and stop. So it's one of those games because, like with Donkey Kong, like I'll just kind of like play it and I'll be like, "This is I'm bored." And right. I'll, but that it's the only, it's one of the only games that I'll replay and I'll like play it from beginning to end. Even like nothing's too hard, but it's also not too easy. It's like like it's right in that sweet spot. It's not a thing where you can blow through it. You have to follow. It's like you learn that it's like okay, the first boss I have to be at level five to comfortably beat it. It's not like. Um, oh, I can. I know. I know how it's played now. I can go in and just beat the crap out of it. It's like I know now that um, in that hallway, um, I have to defeat those enemies and get up to level five, get the thunderbolt uh, for Malo so that I can destroy them. And then, like, it's that kind of stuff, you know. It's just like you. I learned exactly how to play the game, um, but it's still fun, you know. Like, I still enjoy the fact that. And I, I do this thing, too, that, like, I I have a way that I play it now that I don't, like, I beat it. Gino is my favorite character in the game. I think he that's pretty common for that game. He's a cool character. He doesn't really appear again. He's kind of, you know, like, disappears at the end because of some licensing issues. He's, he's kind of disappeared altogether. But like he says that at the end of the game, he says, I have to go back to the stars because of licensing issues. You right. understand. <laughs> you understand it. It's like, what? <laughs> and 
and then <clears throat> completely talk to your local lawyer and then you can get back <laughs> and then it just cuts to black and then everybody's sad and confused and then nintendo actually issued a lawyer in the box that you can pull out and yeah. talk to about where you know it <laughs> right and most of the time he was dead because they sat on the shelves too long <laughs> He just pulled out a skeleton. It's like box. sea monkeys. It might be there. It might not be. You have to like <laughs> it and let it grow. And you have to let it go to law school. Which yeah. I know. It's like you'll find out, but it takes years for you to find out. And that's if you get a good lawyer. Like, yeah. you might get one of these crummy guys that doesn't really know what he's doing and, like, fumbles his way through. Types kind of come out of there every once in a while. Then you have to support him financially while he's going through school. and Yeah, and then mine tried to charge me, even though I put him through school. <laughs> right. I know, that's this bullshit. Like, he he turns around and is like, he's like, he gives you, like, the family rate. And it's yeah. like, dude, like, I like put this. you. <laughs> you wouldn't exist if it wasn't for me watering you for nine days. You could be dead. You could be one of those kids that, like, didn't even open the box. Like, I'm sure there's some sitting there unopened. Collectible lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> lawyer bodies. Yeah. Uh, we're the... Yeah. So anyway, um, it is amazing that do that... You, okay. Do you switch up your teams? Or have you tried mm. to play without Princess? That's what I was going to say, because what I, my point was with the, the Gino thing is that I do not uh, switch up... And, like, it's one of those things just, like, I feel like at a certain point it's like, okay, I, I'm i good enough at this game that I could comfortably go in and, and, and beat Smithy, who's the final boss. I could beat him with Malo and Gino, right? Because that is – Is not Smitty? Is it Smithy? Did I call him Smithy? You uh, did. Am I wrong or are you wrong? No, I don't know. I'm so bad with names. Like people are gonna think I've that's never. That's fine. Keep going. Before. I just thought that I was wrong, and so that's why I said. I always said I said it was Smithy. Uh, shit. Uh, anyway, so his name yeah. is Smithy. You were ah. See now, I don't even have any faith in myself. Um, but yeah, I do not. Like, it's very, so the uh, the whole thing is that Mario cannot be switched out. Mario is... That's know, what's fucked. I was about to say that. Because yeah. if he could be switched out, I would take Mario out in a heartbeat. Hmm. I would play without Mario probably every time. you put Gino in, probably. I'd put Gino in, and then yeah. I'd probably... Hmm. i never use Malo, because he's kind of a... Kind of a turd bucket. He, but... he's, the, <laughs> he's the magic guy, and I just... Like, I was never cared about that. Like, I like well, kind of hitting people. What did, he didn't have anything that Princess didn't have stronger, which, oh, it was always crazy. He, like, a, he could be this great character if he had something right. that someone didn't have, but he just was like, I'm Princess, but weaker. And you're like, okay, well, goodbye. He had some, he had some strong magic attacks. But the he, only time to use him was when you battled that weird thing at the... Yeah. Um, <laughs> the tomb, and it was just so you'd fight something weak. Right, he sucks you in and spits out um, clones of you, and then you have to fight the clones. And the whole idea is that's funny because it's like that is the, that's the time you switch them out. You put you have to have Mario, and then you do Princess, uh, which is annoying because Princess keeps healing. Um, but then you have Malo, and the only reason you have Malo is because he's easy to kill. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is funny, like, 
that he's like, it's like he does have powerful magic attacks that hits a lot of enemies at once. That's kind of his deal. But so does Mario and so does Bowser. Um, yeah, Mario has the super jump and it's more satisfying because you actually have to do it and then you feel better about yourself. You do feel better about yourself. Um, and I feel like part of that too is in that crush move that, that Bowser has where that thing goes across the, screen. across the screen. Oh, yeah. I think you have to hit, like it tells you at least you have to hit a button. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's ever done anything at all, but like I feel like I'm controlling it. Malo just does his thing and then that's it. Um, at the same time, I'm like, I wonder if I put if I put the effort into Malo, if he would be better. Because I always give up on him as soon as I can get rid of him. So I'm like, well, maybe, maybe if I didn't give up on him, he'd be better. <laughs> I yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know because the the other thing with this, unlike other RPGs, is that your characters level up no matter what. Like they can be not in your party and they're leveling up the whole time. And I always get like, so like 30 is the maximum level and I always level them. Now, like I'm trying to like find uh, small ways to like advance myself in the game and like, oh, have every character be level 30 before I beat it. so I don't really feel like he, like, it's not that you don't have him at his full potential at the end of the game, you know? And then I also get, like, I get his, I get his last weapon, too. Like, I make sure that's equipped. Like, no matter what, it's like, I'm not going to use him, but I make sure that, that Gino and Malo both have their uh, final weapons equipped, have their best armor equipped, and, like, they just sit there. And they've, like, I've used Gino before. I've used Gino to beat the game just because I do like him a lot and he's my favorite character. I've never not used Princess because I feel like that's a bit of a... Uh, I don't think you... Well, I guess maybe we should try sometime to try to win without Princess. That's a good... Um, that would be a good uh, challenge because she does have the most... She heals... <laughs> Not only does she heal, but she gets the, um, oh my god, the, uh, what is the, the shell called that Mario has at the end of the game? Lazy the, shell? The lazy shell. So she has the, he has the lazy shell, this is the giant uh, Koopa shell, and then she gets the lazy shell armor. Yeah, but you can put that on anybody. You can, uh, but it, it's especially helpful to have it on her so that she stays alive because she not only has the most powerful um, healing move that heals everybody at once, but she has a, uh, a reviving move so that if you're fighting the last boss, she can bring people back to life. And when she's wearing that armor, it only does like one damage to her. Like it's yeah. ridiculous. Like there's a couple moves that hit harder, but it's like, it's usually not enough to kill her. Um, so it's like, yeah, you, you can equip it to everybody else, but then you have to use you have to use items uh, to heal. Where she has she has magic that can uh, revive people and heal people. Um, so like, if you if you put that on her, you give um, you level her up to the point where she's because it does reduce like putting the uh, lazy show armor on reduces the magic uh, quite a bit. So for a while, you have to uh, have her with the lazy show armor and level her up so that her uh, healing is at least adequate. So if you took it off, 
her healing would be great, but it's like, it's not even worth it at that point because if she's high level enough, she also stays alive. So there's not any risk that she's going to die. Um, my God. <laughs> what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm nodding. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, that just took a turn for like. reading the manual <laughs> so anyway i i just wanted to say that this, this is probably the most um the find in my life that has the most like uh impact uh because it it's so important i i still have it i'm ashamed to say i do not currently know where it is which i hate we've moved i so think it's at my house i don't know okay and it, it's it's the only only one that i have the protective guard for like all the super nintendo games came with this little plastic guard that you could put at the bottom oh i don't have it then because i've never had a plastic guard okay and i used to like it like i had it up on my shelf and like um i just i really truly think that like there's so many games where i've gone back and i'm like it's fine but like that's such it's such a full game it's a, it's funny it's interesting the music is great um i think it's, a, it's such a great way to get you into that style of game because it teaches you all the basics but it's so easy to learn right yeah like, i'm i'm into that and i don't like rpg games other than that really mm -hmm. um but i love super mario and like there's there's so many parts that still freak me out when I'm playing it. Yeah. Like the, two, the two that we're probably both thinking of is when he's pulling the curtains open. Yeah. Yeah. Find you during when he's uh, the, I forget his name, but the dude's about to marry princess. Yeah. Yeah. And Mario's saving her and then he's searching for you and you hide behind curtains and then they start opening more and more and you're like, where the fuck do I go? And then the other part is when that guy with the big beak that's with Valentina, Valentina. Yeah. Um, yeah. When he's when you're dressed as a statue and he's coming by and pecking random statues, God, it freaks me out. Even though it's not that hard, but I think it's the no. yeah. That, dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, I'm gonna fucking die. This is where I go. Like I think I'm gonna die in real life. So I think he's gonna come and haunt me. <laughs> yeah, he's he's terrifying. That music, it's just yeah, it's just like oompa loop like. Uh, and he runs around end of your time music like if i heard that when i was walking down like a hallway i i don't know what i'd do <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah you have to jump as he packs and it's yeah. like he he sometimes does it where he'll do like he does it the same every single time you play the game yes. but it's like such good no i was just gonna say but it's still it's always terrifying and you have to jump. And I think that's where it's like, if you don't do it correctly, you have to fight him. And he's not I was about hard. to say, it's high stakes because mm -hmm. if, you, if you get away, you fight Valentina right away. But if you don't get away, you have to fight him and then her. So mm -hmm. like all your items, you have to save up for both. It's not one or the other. You have to. That is a, that's a legitimately still very difficult part because regardless, you, you fight both of them. They're both birds. And, um, He's not a bird. He is a bird. He's he, a bird. She is also a bird. 
She's not a bird. She has like a bird on her head. Okay. Um, but she's a bitch. That's for sure. <laughs> and yeah, and they they uh, they take over Nimbus Land, and they uh, they convince you that the uh, king is sick, but he's actually just locked in a room, and you have to uh, go defeat them, and then. As you're playing, and this is another one where it's very specific as to who you uh, have in the middle. I don't even think, I think Mario always has to be on the left. Is that right? Or can you switch him? Um, no, but whoever's in the middle, yeah, he has to fight the bird alone. Right. And then it's like, that's tough because you, that's a situation where it's like, you don't want it to be princess because you want it to be someone that has hard enough hits that you can... Yeah. Kill him quickly, so it's usually Bowser in the middle. Um, that is that is a hard part of the game. That's not always one that I'm, like, comfortable. Like, a lot of the game, I'm like, okay, I'll be fine. But that part, it's like, you're still, you don't have the frying pan from Princess yet, I don't think. You don't have a lot of the final um, weapons. It's It's early enough that you're still, like, I don't think, I, I don't think you have the lazy shell yet. I think you have to. Yeah, I, when it get, comes to knowing when you get stuff, I have no idea. Right I, now, if I'm not playing. Because I think that's one where, like the the world has, like the Nimbus Land has to be cleared before you can go and get the fertilizer. Yeah, because you don't even have Mallow officially yet before Nimbus. No, do you? Oh no, no, yeah, Nimbus Land is right before the volcano. That's it. That's when he. Oh yeah, that's when he finds out that that's his parents. Right. He's pretty stupid because, like, if I if I was a giant cloud and I walked right. into a town full of giant clouds, I would think that, hey, maybe I'm a cloud. Now, there's not a whole lot of mirrors in this world, so maybe he legitimately didn't know. So the whole uh, the whole story with him is that he um, he was uh, float he floats down the river. He's a prince. He doesn't know he's a prince. Floats down a river. He's raised by tadpool. Um, and Tadpool. Ted, Ted Ted I said Tadpools, but I was trying to. Anyway, he was raised by those things, and uh, he thinks he's a frog, but he is not a frog. No, frog fugish, fugious. Yeah, frog fugious. That's correct. Um, he finally. He didn't tell. Yeah, you get you get there, and he tells you finally that hey, buddy, you're not a, you're not a frog. I don't think he doesn't tell you who his family is. He just says that's not. Well, he gets too excited about that cricket pie. He doesn't have time. Oh, that's right. You give him a cricket pie. You get Malo's first weapon, uh, which is a stick that you hit people with. Malo is kind of like. <laughs> yeah, that's why you vote him off the island. Like you should be able to just be like, you know what, buddy. We don't need you. Mm -hmm. We have a team. Your extra weight on the ship. I don't even know how we travel, really. I don't. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. It's never really explained. Like other RPGs, you have like you walk across the world, or you eventually get like an airship or something. That one, you're just like you're on the world map and you just kind of move up and down. So. Yeah. So we're to believe they're all walking, and you know for sure that Malo is the one that's like, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. <laughs> Yeah, he's had a snack for five hours. <laughs> when he cries, it rains. Uh, yeah. He cries at least twice. 
one of them, it, it's cute because Mario knows he's he's reunited with his parents. And are we spoiling this game for people that have not played it? Yeah, people are right. They're fuming. <laughs> if only I could turn off this podcast, <laughs> they say. Uh, I don't know if it is or not. It's just it's a it's a fun game that I really I really do think that I don't I'm not going to say it's underappreciated music because I don't think it is, but I think it's, it's good. Ev- every track is good and memorable, and some of them are so good that I will listen to them um, in the car and like uh, get pumped up, and and they're just totally uh, totally cool. So let's um, let's move on from there. So that's Super Mario. I'm not ready to move on. I've got one more oh, thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's weird to me that there's so many Halloween costume possibilities in mm-hmm. this game that they're just not all over the place. Every time I play this game, I'm like, ooh, I want to do that for Halloween. Ooh, I want to do that for Halloween. I want to be an Axum Ranger. Oh, Axum Rangers. That was my first... Uh, uh, password when I was a kid. Was I remember. Axum Ranger Black. Uh, that was, no, no, that, that, yeah, it was Axum Ranger Black at uh, uh, Juno. Juno. Yeah, we had Juno email addresses, bitches. And I remember the password. I, I tried to log back in uh, to my Juno account because I think it still exists, um, but I could I not get so. it. My so. email was rugrat107. Nice. Mailed me because I was seven years old. <laughs> it was me and my friend Chris that we knew in uh, Nicholasville, Kentucky, that would email back and forth. Yeah, Halloween costume. Oh, I went as Gino probably like two years ago, I think. Yeah, I remember that. You did a good Gino I was pretty costume. Proud. I, I made that all myself. I have the hat still somewhere, but yeah. I don't know what. That was a pretty good one. I, I liked how, like, I feel like like, there's so many, like if this is remade, I think it would still be fun, but I think it's like, there's so many characters that are established now in the Mario universe that it wouldn't be that weird, you know? Like there's so many, it's like, oh, you put Toad in there and you've got like uh, Wario might pop up or something. Like, I feel like the the universe is is so much more established now that... Get these assholes in Mario Kart. I want Valentina <laughs> to be in Mario Kart. Uh, oh, she would be cool in Super Smash Brothers too. She'd have like a boob attack. Yeah, she would have a jiggle boob attack. <laughs> um, there's not enough there. Yeah, Smash Brothers. Uh, I think there's a me, whatever it's called. Uh, there's a costume where you can dress like Gino, which is kind of cool. But there's no Super Mario RPG uh, exclusive characters. Well, they should have their own fighting game. There's enough characters in that whole game for it to mm-hmm. have its own game without even dipping into anybody else's. They'll say, fuck you, Super Smash Brothers. We came out with our own Mario-based fighting <laughs> game. <laughs> we are the same company. No, but can you imagine like a Mario Kart with like mm. that gross guy that has the beard that tries to marry Princess, and that's the character everyone fights over because he's so fast? Booster, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of weird, cool characters in there that would be fun to play there's as. There's weird in. clowns. There's clowns. There's, there's all clowns that you fight. Characters. You fight a cake at one point. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I still want to eat that cake. I think I should, I should make that cake. Make it. 
like that that one guy um um made he was like a, a cake decorator and his sister i think got married and he made her the specific cake from sleeping beauty where it was like leaning over and had to lean up against a broomstick okay so i think that i think that we could make the weird cake from well the thing is about that one it's it's a pretty standard looking cake um I don't think it'd be well. It's kind of weird. It's got like those weird sprinkles like everywhere. I, mean, I don't know. It would, it would be like, I think it would be fun. Yeah, know. yeah. You fight. I'm just brainstorming here. You fight the bakers that bake the cake because they're mad at you, and then you fight the cake because the cake is alive. It's a fun game. That that part uh, where you have to smash into the door. So there's a part where you. Uh, you're trying to break up Booster and uh, Princess from getting married. This is fairly. Someone made the cake. Someone made it. Are you kidding me? They made it on Pinterest. You should make this the episodes. Oh yeah, send it it's to me. It's pretty distinctive. Care. I think this is cool. I I think I would like to. I'm gonna make this cake. I think for like Thanksgiving. But um, in in uh, is it called Maryville? What is the town called? I don't remember. I'm so bad with names. Um, anyway, so you go there, and the part that tripped me up the most as a kid, there's a couple things in that part. So you you go there, it's it's like a hotel, um, and then it's the church. And part of the whole thing with the church is that you have to break two sets of doors down in order to get in to the chapel uh area to disrupt the wedding and in order to do that you have to slam into a door at the exact same time as another character um and well that's bowser it's always bowser no 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 there's bowser and then isn't there don't you have to do it twice don't you have to do it uh or is it just bowser that you have to do it for Am I wrong there? He's just trying to get in, and he's like, I can do this. And he goes, one, two, three. He just keeps doing it until you join him. Right. You have to run up exactly at the same time as he does, and they fight through. I was thinking that you did that in the front door, too, but you don't because you go around into the basement. Yeah. Um, okay. I was wrong. I apologize. We're wrong, and I was right. <laughs> so anyway, that, I, that took me a very long time to uh, get right. It's not that I didn't realize what was happening. It was just that I could not time it so that Mario hit the door at the same time. So it's a little, it's a little tricky. Are you doing anything for Hall? Are you going to dress up for Halloween at all? I'm going to dress up and sit in my house and be sad. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm making a, a. This wasn't my original idea, but I'm making a candy tube candy so tube. that I can send it down to kids with their bags. Oh. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. You guys can come sit on my porch while I do if you want. Hell yeah. Why not? Let's do it. We'll dress up like Super Mario RPG characters. I have so much fucking candy. I, I have way more. <laughs> like, I'm going to be giving it out like mad. Like, every time they put their bag under there, I'm going to send out like a full bag of candy. <laughs> Why are we on the porch? I don't know. That's where I live. Um, cool. Cool. Well, they're going to be out there. Because they're, they're not going to be knocking on the door. They're going to be at the end of the tube. But we're going to be on the porch. Yeah, we'll be on the porch. I see. They'll be at the tube. I so see. So it's going to run from my porch to the sidewalk. Mm. And so when they get up there, they're going to put their little bag at the end of the tube, and we're going to send it down. 
That's that's beautiful. I love it. Some guy in Ohio thought of it. Some guy in Ohio. <laughs> it was on the news. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going to be tubing. Uh, all great right. idea. I mean, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't want the kids to miss out on Halloween because you get you get a finite amount of Halloweens. I my personal opinion is that nobody should age. I think. Nobody we, should. I mean, this year, everybody should get an extra year to just oh. <laughs> Just like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they should just, we should all get to say that we're whatever age we were, and we'll just go on with our business. Yeah, no one's allowed to tell anybody at least five years in the future that they look a little too old to be trick-or-treating. Exactly. You have to be like, oh, yes, the pandemic. Here's your candy. <laughs> I like, remember. I remember. <laughs> oh, yes, the pandemic. <laughs> of course. Here's your candy, old Let man. Let me get you more candy. <laughs> but I have, I, well, I'm getting obsessed with buying the candy because I want, like, everything. Because I want a little bit of everything when I send it out. So, like, every time I, like, I go to the store, like, I see a bag of something I don't have yet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I, I need babe, babe Ruth's in there. Or that some kid that likes Babe Ruth's is going to be like, why don't you have Babe Ruth's? So now I have Skittles, Milky Way, Snickers, Reese's, Reese's Pieces, Twizzlers, Starburst, Sour Patch Kids, Swedish Fish. I got fucking everything, Paul. Swedish Fish? Yeah, they came in a bag with the Sour Patch Kids. Okay. I don't think I would have gotten them by themselves. Which is weird because, like, it's the bag, the, the variety pack that I got with that. It's Swedish Fish, Sour Patch Kids, and Oreos, hmm. which I didn't think were together in a company. Is that Nabisco? Nabisco, do they do? Is it Nabisco? Is that? Yeah, that's right. That's, uh, I don't think. screaming at their <laughs> Why am I listening to this? <laughs> Nabisco has a lot of great products. Let me list them for you. I dropped my phone and it was playing the podcast and it fell behind the radiator. This isn't Jesus Christ Superstar. Nabisco. <laughs> I love Nabisco. I don't, is that how it's pronounced? I think it's, yes. <laughs> it's not like that's a word you hear all the time. No, 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 no. Yeah, there's no reason to. There's no, uh, it's not like Hershey's where it, there is a candy bar called Hershey. Yeah, right? it's got to be Nabisco. I didn't realize it was spelled N-A-B-I-S-C-O. That's really the only way you can say that. Or Yum brand where there's a, a something called Yum yeah, Yum Brands actually pronounce Yum. Yum Brands. Everybody's pronouncing my name incorrectly. It's I'm on the way to the Yum Center. <laughs> if you're not, then you're a fool. <laughs> that's how we do it in Louisville. Um, all right, so that's Super Mario. Do you have anything else you want to say about Super Mario RPG Legend? My friend, oh. my friend Meg <laughs> thought that the Yum Center was a giant KFC. <laughs> That's S slash Taco Bell. 
Ah, ok. Bueno. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, you... He also thought that the Fraser Museum was a Fraser Museum for. Oh, I mean, that would be amazing, even though it's spelled very differently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> Frazier. <laughs> no, it's not Seattle. Wouldn't it be, okay, Paul, wouldn't this be, this would actually probably really, really super rule for really any sitcom, but especially Frazier. Mm -hmm. You know how in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they yeah. have the hologram concerts that you can walk into? Oh, my God. Imagine. You walk into the set of Frasier <laughs> in the middle of a classic crane argument. <laughs> Niles! Oh, your heart races. Animatronic. Where's gonna go? <laughs> Is Daphne gonna find out about Niles' feelings? I don't know. I don't know where I am. <laughs> That's a classic uh, uh, episode of, of Frasier. That's like that had me hooting and hollering the first time I saw it when you had uh, 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 Frazier was uh, doped up. Oh, and, that was so funny. And uh, she says, uh, "You know what's curious? Are you? Yeah, about you know to what's that curious? Cats? Cats? That's not what I I was gonna say. I just think that premise was great. I think that's a great, uh, funny way for them to discover it. I think Friends did a good job too with their uh, slow discovery of." Uh, Ross and Rachel? No, no, I don't give a shit about that one. Uh, the the, Mon <laughs> the Monica Chandler one. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah. The, the Joey and all the friends. They That's don't great. Know that we know that they know that we know we know. It's like those weird soap opera moments where, it, like, at bottom line, uh, stripped down from everything, it's like, this is very, like, it's, it's very, like, soap opera-y. But it's done in such a fun way that I thoroughly enjoy it every time. And I just like that moment where Frasier, these are Frasier spoilers for anyone <laughs> that is interested in watching the show Frasier and just hasn't done it yet. But uh, Niles and Daphne have a, a they don't have, it's not a back and forth because Daphne is just oblivious to Niles. Yeah, Daphne uh, does not give one rat's ass about Niles romantically. Right. And um, in this episode, uh, Frazier hurts his back, I believe, and he's doped up, and he he is uh, okay. Let me back up for a bit because he is talking what? to. Sorry, <laughs> he is talking to uh, Eddie, the dog, and interior Frazier's apartment. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Yes. You're absolutely right. Yes, let's back up even more. They are in Frazier's apartment. Frazier is in. Um, Daphne enters. She looks alarmed. She's looking at Frazier. <laughs> 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 Have you injured your back? <laughs> All right, hold on. So Daphne, uh, da uh, Frazier is unaware that Daphne is there. Oh, wait, hold on, Paul. Um, oh, my God. Hold on. <laughs> is this... So we're back. Okay, this is the casting, I think, for Frazier. They're bringing in a few different people. Someone, oh, this isn't the actress that plays Daphne Moon originally. We're getting them all together. All right, now they're reading lines with Daphne. I think they've casted her. Okay. Now someone's writing the episode. We're in his apartment while he's writing. <laughs> I he see looks what... excited. He looks bewildered. He looks like he has the 
assignment of a lifetime because this is the episode where Niles professes or uh, doesn't really profess his love. But All right. We, we Hang on. <laughs> I'm doing a play-by-play. Stop it. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. I was so upset. I was like, here I am. <laughs> trying to do, tell the story. So anyway, what are you doing? <laughs> What's going on? I was going, I was going back to the very beginning. Uh, okay. See, I thought that's what you were doing, but then I was like, are you watching something? And like, like it just that's like. That's how real it was. That's how I, was, I, was, I was upset, but also interested. So. Um, that's how good I was at describing nothing, <laughs> that you thought I was watching television. So let me paint this picture for you. So Niles is not in this scene. Uh, it is Daphne <laughs> and Frazier. Frazier is, he's having a rough time. And he just, uh, he, realize, he realizes, I don't know. Okay, so anyway, he uh, doesn't have this anyone. This feels just like that Parks and Rec where Leslie's trying to tell the Friends episode. She goes, was, was Phoebe there? No, Phoebe wasn't there. All right. So anyway, so Frazier is talking to Eddie therapeutically, and Frazier is saying all of his, his feelings. And in this specific episode, I believe that uh, Daphne had felt a little bit like she was uh, unappreciated um, in the household. So part of uh, Frazier's therapy was just saying to Eddie, listen, I appreciate his way of saying, I appreciate uh, uh, what Daphne does. But he said, uh, as Daphne comes in, I don't know, she, she clearly did not enter the door because I feel like, uh, <laughs> I mean, the entrance to the, the apartment because I feel like Frazier would have been aware of that. So she must have been somewhere in the house that he was unaware that, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing her room. Sure, that sounds good. So anyway, she comes out, he's talking to her, and he says, what does he say? He says, oh, I truly love Daphne, meaning like, I truly appreciate Daphne. I truly feel like oh, she's Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. She thinks that Frazier loves her, and then that's right. when he spills the beans. Well, we don't have to describe the whole episode. <laughs> I don't know how far you're going. So anyway, so after that... Um, Daphne is convinced that Frazier loves her. So she goes to Martin and Martin, she calls them both Dr. Crane, right? Um, Dr. Crane. Dr. Crane. And she says that both the, about Niles and, and about Frazier because they're both doctors. And she says to Martin, I think that Dr. Crane has feelings for me and Martin thinking she means Niles says, oh, how'd you find out? And she's like, oh, my God. So this whole back and forth ensues uh, until we get to um, Frazier, who, who was having back issues, I believe, even at the point I described earlier. But he now is taking um, some medication for it, which is making him quite loopy. And um, Will you do me a favor when you edit this? <laughs> do you want me to speed it up? Yes. <laughs> I, want this. I want your explanation to go three times. 
I think this is great content. Um, all right. So anyway, like I was saying, I do think that uh, <laughs> I do. Th <laughs> I, now I'm self-conscious. I thought we were all having oh, a good no, time. Are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? Let's move on to the topic of today's show, which is Mario. Is that what you want? No. I don't even know what I wanted anymore. I don't know why we started talking about Frasier anymore. Uh, the Frasier Museum. Your friend oh. thought the Frasier Museum in Louisville was the Frasier sitcom museum. No, I don't think we were on our way back to Mario. I think we were, we were winding down and then we just got back in it. Are we, are we at the end? I think we're winding down, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, so in conclusion, I do think that Daphne was convinced <laughs> that uh, Frasier was the one who was in love with her and not Niles. But later in the episode, that did become clear that it was Niles. And it was because something that Frasier said, I'm not going to give it away, <laughs> but... He, uh, he does um, that it does uh, eventually lead to Daphne figuring out that Niles what's funny to me is that you're you're setting it up like he says something incredible and I'm going to spoil the whole thing because no one cares but he says he means Niles that's his line <laughs> the, joke, the joke says Dr. Crane's in love with me and then Fraser goes he means Niles he the joke was that I clearly spoiled everything oh is that the joke that was the one I was going for not only <laughs> not only was it a big long rambling nothingness but <laughs> the joke didn't land so anyway um that was our Mario episode. I'm glad it focused on RPG because I was concerned personally that it was uh, th to have RPG be part of a, a broader discussion about Mario because I do think that it's different, you know? So um, I'm glad we kind of talked about it. <laughs> I'm being sincere here, uh, but it's coming off really intense, so I apologize. Uh, Anyway, have a good night, everyone. We'll Wait, see you next <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, jo I'm joking. Where, where are you going? I just wanted to ask you, who's your favorite person to fight in Super Mario RPG? Oh, um, that would be um, the other guy's name. I can't remember or pronounce. Okay, there's, <clears throat> there's two. I loved... Um, okay, I hate this shit because I'm so bad with names. Just um, describe what they look okay. like. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're right. Who am I trying to impress with this? Yeah. Uh, I love fighting the shark. Um, I love There's that a whole shark. What? Are you fucking kidding? Oh, me? the one that stands. That's why I couldn't see <laughs> him. Uh, you. Yeah. Least, uh, when I when you first said shark, I'm thinking of oh, shark swimming underwater. Mm-hmm. I love that His whole. His name was Johnny. Uh, uh Johnny. Uh, sure. Uh, and. So you fight him. That's a, that's, that whole sequence is really fun to me because you fight a giant squid. You're in a sunken ship. Like you go underwater into the ship. You fight a giant squid. And then you go and fight uh, uh, Johnny. 
And um, the unfortunate part about that fight is that the thing that I always loved is something that I probably won't get to experience again because there is a way that you can cheat around it where after a while, um, he has this little shark minions that you fight. Um, But if you defeat, if you keep attacking him and not the minions, eventually you'll kill him. And if you do that, then you don't get to end up with a one-on-one fight with Mario and this guy, which I really thought was, that was one of the most difficult parts of the games too when I was a kid because it was a tough fight because you're just Mario and you can rely less because you have to balance uh, items versus uh, attack, which I always think is an interesting balance, especially in a game like that where it's so like rudimentary. Like it's like, that's what, you know, like there's, like, it's kind of obvious what you have to do, but at the same time, it's like, it's it's teaching you the basics, but it's still, it's exciting while you do it. Um, but, like, because you can kind of, you can bypass that and you can jump on him and kill him first, you don't always get that one-on-one matchup. I really like that. After that, you then realize that he is a good guy. You fight him, and he's kind of like, it's one of those things like, you got my respect, kid, kind of shit. Go to the surface. You go to this town. Then um, he's like your friend. He protects you. Right. You he protects you. Then you go back to the town because every time you, you go to these towns in peril, um, there's this very specific song that plays um, when the song the when the town is not like when it's under attack. The music changes, um, and that one hits the most I think because it's it's this weird balance. So you go, you fight him. Um, you think you're going to get the star. And then um, you have to then fight this other uh, character who had taken all of the people in the town and locked them up and um, kind of when you're away fighting this Johnny fella. Um, and you can tell like everybody's really weird in the town and, and you don't know what's going on. And then you discover that this guy's transformed into like, he's a monster and he grows in this thing. I really wish... I know what I know what it looks like. I don't think I could ever pronounce it. Yardovic. Sure. Yes. Exactly. That's how I would have pronounced it. You fight him, and I love that music. And I know it's music that um, is in the game a lot when you're fighting people. But again, I just there's a couple bosses where that music sticks out to me the most. You know, like it's this. Which is, uh, that's the music too that, like, it's a version of that when the town is being take, uh, t- taken over that plays. And it's such a fun, uh, intense song that I think hits the hardest during those fights. I just like that, that whole sequence there. I just think that's such a weird, memorable sequence. And I think it's still difficult because I still think that's a part of the game where you're not fully... Um, if you're new to it, especially, you still have some weaker weapons. Like the Bowser throwing Mario weapon, I never really liked. It's hard to use. You have a mallet for Mario. The um, the mallets are a little tougher to use um, than his shells and it's or his punches. Like it's just weird. Like Princess isn't that strong yet. Like you probably still use her, but she's not. Like her magic isn't very strong. So it's just a, it's still a challenging part to the game, even now, you know? So I think that's why it sticks out to me still, because when, when you get to that stretch, like, 
it's easier now than it was when we were kids, but it's still diff it's still a, a a level of difficulty that is higher, I think, than the rest of the game. What is your favorite boss? <laughs> My two favorites. I like the ones that are like um, say a lot of they talk a lot of shit because I like I like defeating them because like I feel like I earned something. Sure. So I like Valentina because she's a straight up bitch. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like oh, and I'm like I'm gonna kick your ass and I'm gonna you're gonna drop your martini you're gonna go back to hell. <laughs> um, and I also like the action like, rangers a lot because oh I hell like, yeah. I like that there's they're like I don't know a little snooty and then like they all have their own little sayings and as soon as you because like you fight all of them at once but as soon as you beat one of them they they'll say like a little phrase and then yep. they just stop fighting but they're still standing there. I remember a few of them. There's like the fat ones like I'm hungry and you go yeah go eat something and he'll like go stand somewhere else and then. The girl one's like, my makeup's running. Yeah. It's very sexist. Everything's pretty. Like, they they have the one Axum Ranger that's a woman. And she's pink, and then she's worried about her makeup. Yeah. Valentina, who's a straight-up bitch, and her boobs are just flopping around everywhere. <laughs> and I think those are the only two, <laughs> besides Princess, like, women. Yeah, there's a lot of, like... That's not a, one of the toads. I don't think... Yeah, right. That's what I was going to say. There's a lot of toads, but there's not, there's very few, if any, other women in the game that aren't like just horrible. Yeah. Yeah, and Valentina, she has her, she does, she's carrying a martini glass. And, like, yeah, yeah. She's like, I, she, she's just a straight up bitch. It's like someone who's just kind of like, I hate women. And so this is what I hate about them is they're always, Strutting around, boobs flopping <laughs> everywhere, drinking their martinis, yelling at the boys. I guess the thing that never bothered me that much about it, even looking back, is that I don't think anyone was treated very well. Like, Mario got made fun of for being ugly and, and having a mustache. And, like, yeah, they were real mean to Mario. Yeah, Mario's a crybaby. And, like, Gino, I guess, but he's a doll. Like, it's not like he's, like, a big masculine figure, you know? Bowser's, like, has a lot of emotional issues in the game. Like, yeah, he, he's, does. he goes through a roller coaster. Yeah, like, he struggles a lot to keep himself together. And, like, I don't really think, like, then, then unfortunately, I know that Princess doesn't really have a lot of character in the game. Like, she does, like, leave her home, you know, and, like, choose to fight which is cool but like you don't really get to you don't see her a lot otherwise you know um but i don't think nobody is treated like everybody's treated poorly yeah and, and that's sort of i guess like just the way nintendo does it it's just like they're like i wouldn't ever say there's it never feels like there's an agenda it's just kind of like they're they do a lot of stereotypes but it never it doesn't really feel that bad because everybody is sort of being attacked equally, you know? That's I, don't, true. I don't know if that's, yeah, like, I, I, I don't like say that, but yeah, I guess it's, um, yeah, I did say it, so there you go. Yep, yep, I said what I said. <laughs> um, all right. All right. <laughs> all right. 
That's how we should end the show. All right, well. <laughs> you should end just like you did a phone call. <laughs> yeah. Well. Damn it. Damn it. We'll do it in the most Midwestern way possible and, and say the, the most famous uh, Midwestern go phrase. Make a corn. <laughs> make a corn pie. Uh, no, I was going to say, uh, well, uh, I'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs> That is the best way because it's like, this is for you. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, I'm done talking to you, but I'm going to let you get off the phone. Which I truly mean a lot of times. I, I say it, and I hate that I say it, but I'll do that a lot. It's just like, oh, I'll let you go. You yeah, know, because I say it, it too. it's just kind of like, all right, well, I'm going to stop talking, you know. Let you Speaking of corn, thing. I got Moby Dick a couple days oh ago. Oh my god, yeah. And they gave me like six extra hush puppies. Oh my god, the platters at Moby Moby Dick's a fish restaurant when we were kids. Like it was kind of uh, hit and miss. We come down to Jeffersonville, Indiana, which is uh, right outside Louisville. And I feel like that's I feel like that's literally the only place we ate that wasn't at our grandma's house. Like we'd either eat I something. I think it was. We didn't even go to Louisville. Like we just, I don't even know. Yeah, we don't have to get into that again. But um, <laughs> but anyway, that's just these yep. huge platters of food that we would get. Like it, just a t- table filled with fish and, and French fries and, and bread and hush puppies. And uh, I still, oh my God. And onion rings. And onion rings. So good, such a good time. Uh, so <laughs> if you're ever in the area, uh, there are three locations. Is that it? I don't know. There's a couple in Louisville, and then there's one in Jeffersonville. So yeah, there's one in Jeffersonville. There's one over by uh, the Kroger and on Third Street. So uh, if you're ever in town, uh, step by and get yourself a platter for your family. They were voted number one. Seafood in Kentucky, Anna. Is that right? Yep. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm hey, kidding. No, they're, I'm they're, just kidding. I'm no, giving you, you shut the I'm, fuck up. I <laughs> 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 shut up. That's what you wanted. Do I have to speed up the Frazier part? I think it would be kind of funny, but you don't have to. Like <laughs> I'll you sped it up, except for when I talked. Like, not because what I'm saying is any good, but just, I think it would just sound funny with you, you going through the synopsis. Like, not so fast that you can't understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, I get so you. I'm like that, yeah. Yeah, I, I personally, I thought it was very insightful. <laughs> well, I no. bet. Well, you go ahead and listen back, and then we'll see what you think after that. Oh, man, this is just, uh, all right. Well, uh, this anyway. This nice, because it was, it was Frasier Mario, Frasier Mario, and I think that's great. That's fantastic. I had a great time. And, uh, I had a great time, too. Hope you did, too. Uh, we'll see you soon, everybody. Are you uh, going to actually post this episode? All right. Like... <laughs> I feel like what it is is we start to get, have a nice conversation, and then you call me out for something. I think that's the give and take here with our episode. Is that you give and I take? Good, 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 good. <laughs> All right. Uh, good night, everyone. We think you're great. <laughs> See ya.